What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode will be unpacking Valentine's Day. Okay, let's start the show. Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome back. We have been gone for a minute. Now we're Mm -hmm. back with the jump off. It's been a a cool, I I don't know. This time off has been interesting to say the least, but (laughs) I made it back. I I will say I missed recording and doing this because I had some things happening within the last month. Like, damn, I wish I could have said that while I was on there or Mm. how I was feeling and everything like that. But I don't want to dig in in there. I'm just going to close the little box up. Okay. And, um, and we'll talk about what your baggage is for today instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> close up all the other baggage. Put yeah. that away. <laughs> putting, that, putting that away. Putting that away. Just like I put everything away. A lot of things I've been uh-uh. organizing a lot in my house. Um, putting that, Putting that away. Uh, but my baggage today, you know... <laughs> I have posted something online where this comedian comedian had posted a video and it was um it was a woman who was Asian and she was talking about uh what women like single women over the age of 30 are called in Asian culture mm-hmm. and a lot of it was derogatory like the back of the stove like just different like just very oh derogatory gosh. yeah derogatory things basically saying like you're not you know what we want pretty much you know you owe and Yo. um, <laughs> and there was people i don't i mean that's what they're saying. And there was people like men commenting on this thing and basically saying, you know, these women out here, they think that they're going to wait. They're waiting on, on a certain man and they need to get real and basically saying that we're delusional. And and I just all I wrote on I commented was, uh, you know, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> I, I, I literally wrote nobody cares. Whoever is for you is for you. I don't care what age you are. You know, if if love's going to come into your life, it's going to come into your life. And I feel like we all have been kind of set up for this, you know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus type situation. Like it's a marketing tool that we've all been kind of sold and they've done a really good job of it. And I just keep thinking when these men are saying this, like, well, you're aging too. Like, I know you can get somebody younger, but after a while, that's not cute. You know, like, what do you guys have in common? What are you talking about? What are you doing with this person? You know, in a way you are just objectifying them for their youth, you know, because you want to look a certain way with this said person on your arm. You want to, um, put out a story to whomever, you know, about what you're about. So all I wrote, I didn't say nothing. Like I didn't point the finger. I just said, you know, at the end of the day, men and women just need to come together and stop this divisiveness, you know? And uh, this man commented and was just like, oh, you know, you got, you women are so delusional. You think that, uh, you know, after 35 or whatever, you know, if you haven't had kids, uh, then, you know, you're going to basically end up, Oh, you know, dead and I mean, you know, old and alone and like nobody's going to want to take care of you. And, you know, you can't make babies. So you're not, you know, you're not going to be appealing anymore. And I didn't even respond. Right. I didn't I didn't respond because I didn't want to raise my blood pressure. But I just kept (laughs) thinking, so do you like women or no or not? Right. I don't, and to me, it's screaming you don't. And I just don't nigga, know. How old are you? And do you have a woman? <laughs> I just think it's just, I don't know, man. You're so busy, worried about what's coming out of this other woman's vagina and her age and all the things. Like, worry about yourself. Yeah. So it was a little baggage for me because, <laughs> like, damn, man, like, we got enough pressure. 
in life already that when we have a whole other opposite sex also telling you like, yeah, yeah, what they said. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's just like, I don't know. It's disheartening. And I just wish everyone would just get over themselves. Just get over yourself because (laughs) you can get old too. And nobody's going to want to fucking juggle those old ass balls. I'm just saying they're not going to want (laughs) to see you. You know, like just as just as much as they think that they're appealing and and they think that they're, you know, supposedly a high, you know, high class man or wherever they whatever Kevin Samuels bullshit they've been listening to. Mm. Like they've been still you still are going to grow old, too. So let's just all just pump the brakes and get off of this. Just just calm down. Just calm down. Calm Uh, down and have several seats. I just thought it was rude. I thought it was rude for for that person to comment that. But I also was like, he's a complete stranger. I'm really, am I really about to, I'm not about to read you. I'm not going to go back. I actually have a life. I commented (laughs) because I had a moment of like, wow, it's just not right. And why? And to me, it's also the person that put it on their platform. I know that you're trying to get a rise out of women and to start this um, combativeness. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I just didn't know. (laughs) I really said something that was very neutral and still got shit on. So. Yeah, that was my, um, I don't know if it's baggage, but it definitely was something I just was... It is something you're walking around with. Yeah, and looking like, damn, I have no hope of getting back out there because I don't know if these men like women. Listen, misogyny will forever be baggage for me. (laughs) Misogyny, capitalism, white supremacy, racism, homophobia, all the things will forever be baggage to me because the shit's ridiculous. And how are we still in this so deeply in 2023? How is this how y'all are still out here acting? I don't understand. Well, I don't know, but it wasn't going to ruin my day. I just thought it was like, whoa, (laughs) you know, it's just like, whoa. All right. Um, But anyway, what about you? What's your baggage? Now I have a headache. (laughs) Right. I'm telling you, it was a bit much. A bit much. That's so much. That's it's it, okay. Real quick, and then we'll talk about my baggage. But it's bad enough to hear that women are referred to as the back of the stove. Oh, and there was a bunch of other ones, but I think I blocked them out because they were so rude that the back of the stove one like caught me. And I was like, whoa, back of the stove. And then she said like a couple other ones. And I go, that's that's a lot. Like it, right. it was like <laughs> like that is enough. Just hearing the 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 language is enough. But then y'all just have to go and comment and be even more ridiculous. Like that was more than enough. Just reading that would have been or listening to that would have been more than enough. Anyways, um, I don't know what my baggage is. I don't know if it's because there's a lot of baggage. <laughs> Or because, like, there's a lot and I can't just choose one thing or because I just feel like I don't have a lot of baggage. I don't know which one it is because it feels like there's a lot going on. Um, I guess maybe that's the baggage. There's a lot going on in my life. I feel like I'm in a lot of transition um, in positive ways and in hard ways. I'm not going to say negative, but hard ways. Um, there's transitions happening within my family. There's transitions happening within some of my relationships. Um, there's transitions happening in my business with some of my clients. Um, yeah, there's still transitions happening in my body that I'm moving through medically. Are they all positive transitions? Mm. I wouldn't say I'm trying not to name any of them as negative, but they're not all positive. Some some of them just feel really hard. I'm trying not to name them as negative because I, I don't want to dwell in like, oh my gosh, I'm losing this thing or this relationship is going to be different or whatever, you know, I don't want to be stuck in that. I also don't want to like there's transitions happening in my business where like clients are transitioning out and 
that's a time when I need to be getting new clients. And that feels hard to be like in a space of like, okay, what does it look like to be financially stable in this space? But I'm also in the transition of like taking on new roles and not wanting to add too much to my plate while I'm taking on those roles. So also balancing that out. So it's just hard. I don't know if it's bad, um, but it's definitely not all positive where it's like, oh, this is great. Some of it mm-hmm. just feels really hard. <laughs> and so I'm trying to find balance. I'm trying really hard to get grounded and allow myself to settle down and figure some things out. Um, and some of that just means like the basics of like taking better care of myself or like grocery shopping. So I have food at home so that I can eat better because that helps (laughs) when there's a lot going on in my life. So just trying to do stuff like that. And I was traveling for three weeks, January through the beginning of February. So that was a little challenging to get grounded and settled in that space. So Now that I'm back, I'm just trying to settle in and figure out what's next and ride the wave of getting there because it feels like it's going to be a bumpy ride for a little bit. Yeah, I always feel like that. I always feel like that at the beginning of the year. Mm. There's something about setting the tone for the year. Like right now, just, you know, okay, I want to set this up. I want to stay on course with certain goals. Yeah. And so there's a lot of stop starting and stopping. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that can be a little, you know, a bit much like you try something new and then you go, okay, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like this might be a lot for this week. So I'm trying to manage my expectation. Like, yeah, of course I'm going, I'm still going to go towards said thing, but I'm not going to be as harsh as I was before. Right. Uh, because it's just, I don't need that. And it just causes more anxiety. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like this week, maybe I didn't work on this project and that's okay. As long as I return back and I stay consistent, sure. then I can feel proud about the the transition and where it's going versus me just saying like, what the hell are you doing? Why haven't you done this? You know, and just being so judgmental, which we all tend to be of ourselves. So, you know, at least you aren't trying to put that label on. I think that's a good thing to to kind of just go, okay, like, <laughs> I don't know where this is going to land me, but I guess that's where, you know, faith comes into play. Yeah. You know, we all have our own belief systems and what, um, and, and how we spend time with them. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think it's a good thing that you have that, that, uh, wherewithal to say, okay, cool, but it's it's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's all good. Yeah. I feel like I am the type of person that if I labeled it as like, oh my gosh, this terrible thing is happening, that I get, I can get caught up in that. I can ruminate on that a bit. And the grief feels really heavy and it feels hard. And I'm like, one, I ain't got time for that right now because other things are also moving. But the other piece is like, well, maybe it's happening for a reason or maybe it's shifting me into a place that is going to be better on the other side of it that I just can't see yet. And so I'm allowing myself to just be in transition and not judge it (laughs) while also trying to figure out what the hell it looks like to have balance. Um, Because I also know that my physical body does not handle a lot of stress very well, particularly my hormones. That is one of the things that I have known and learned about my body. So, you know, it throws my periods off. It, It really messes with the way that my body operates. So trying not to be stressed is the name of the game in this moment. Just be in transition. Girl, speaking of uh, monthlies, I know TMI audience, but <laughs> I feel like this month has been the most emotional, like PMSy, messy monthly I have had in a very long time. Like felt like my emotions is like, okay, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, and then all of a sudden, like I'm not fine, you know, and, and then I'm just. <laughs> You know, it's like this other erratic. Yeah, it's like this other more emo Marlena, 
you know, teenage Marlena is just like raging and crying and trying to figure it out and feeling misunderstood and feeling all these certain ways. And then I realized like as like it was coming or it was happening, then you know, as you when you're going through it, you're not thinking about that. Like I know it's coming, but you're you not know, always putting two and two together. No, it's your kid, you know, it's your brain chemistry, your chemistry's off. Yeah, okay, it's off. So it's you you're you don't even realize how um stressed and how much you are or where it's coming from. And then I think I finally go, Oh, that's why I was I feel like that. that's why I was tripping. That's why I was tripping. I don't know, man. I keep thinking about uh I think it retrograde had just ended too, and then mm. it was just like the, the full moon happened. And I was like, this is the biggest release that I felt like I've had in a really long time. Mm. While it was good feeling like to get it all out, but it's also just like draining. Absolutely. So draining um, that you want to curl up into a ball and just be left alone. And that's kind of where I've been at. So um, <laughs> I've been there and back, you know. My period last month was really strange, not emotionally, but just. Physically, it was really strange. I had symptoms either I hadn't had in a long time or that I've never had. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is happening right now? Um, and then this month, who knows when she's going to show up because she should have been here a few days ago. Yeah, I don't know. I, I keep, I'm so funny. I just keep looking at my calendar because I'm like, okay, my birthday. I'm like, I don't want to be on it <laughs> for my I birthday. I do the same thing. I'm going uh, out of town in April and I'm like, is this going to line up? Yeah, before, I keep looking. After, I keep looking. Because we don't have time for that. No, like I want to be, see, I, there's a perfect week for said thing because I feel like you get set up like the week before anyway. Like even if you're not on it, you're just kind of feeling bloated and well for me at least Mm -hmm. you just feel just uneasy so really it's the week before when it's like you feel pretty normal (laughs) that's the perfect week for travel for me because if I'm somewhere I don't want to be on the beach feeling bloated you know I don't want to (laughs) be anywhere feeling bloated that you know or wearing shorts you know, if I like try to go somewhere hot, which nine times out of 10, if I'm traveling, that's really what I'm trying to do. Right. Um, but yeah, no. Mm-mm. But anyway, I don't even know how we got on that. I don't either. But it's oh, a physical. thing that's happening in life. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's all good. Um, today's episode was talking about. I was about to say, I don't know how this transitions. I don't know. <laughs> but. We talking about Valentine's Day because yeah. it just passed. Yeah, I like Valentine's Day. Me too. I am a you know call it what you want. I like a good theme. You know, mm-hmm. I just like you themes. do like a good theme. I like themes, um, no matter big or small. I just like a good theme, and I feel you know the red hearts and the pink hearts and the in the pageantry of it all is cute. And I think I used to think it was cute when I was a kid, too. Just like the little cards you would get. And they set Mm -hmm. you up. So that's the problem. They set you up from a young age, you know, and then it doesn't help when you get to, say, middle school, high school, when they start, you know, people can send you like a Valentine's Day gram or something. And then Mm -hmm. like they go around to each classroom and you get something dropped off. And then you feel like shit if you don't get nothing. You know, it's like they set you up long before love or anything like that is really like at the forefront. I'm not saying you can date in high school, of course, but, you know. Were you really thinking about romance like that? Exactly. Romance. Yeah. Because I feel like in high school, any romance or anything, you're only going off of like a movie or something, maybe something you saw from your childhood. Like if you have parents that are, you know, like hormones. Oh, (laughs) I guess. I think a lot of it is the hormones. (laughs) In high school, I think a lot of it is the hormones. I guess. Is it? I guess so. I think so. I think a lot of it is the hormones. So you saying they just giving the grams to get the draws? Like we know the girls like this. So we're in high school. I don't want to be adults. (laughs) I don't know if it's always that conscious. 
But I think the hormones say like somebody, love somebody. Mm, and give her candy. Lust over somebody. <laughs> and these are the ways that you do that. Like that is just one of the physical manifestations of how we do that. But I think in like middle school, high school is when those hormones start kicking in and it's like, oh my gosh, so-and-so is cute or so-and-so is, you know, the star basketball player or whatever. And so now you head over heels or whatever. But I think it's the hormones. I think a lot of it is the hormones. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think maybe I was just strange. I really think I was a strange kid growing up. I you didn't have that experience. Um, I I didn't really know that kids were like into you know stuff until I would hear some of the things they said. Mm. But like me, as in just living, just being in class or whatever. Like even if I thought somebody was cute or something like that, I wasn't thinking about sex. I wasn't thinking about certain. Yeah, things. me either. And so mm -hmm. when I would hear other kids talk about certain like really adult situations, I'm just like, whoa, what? Like, he, you know, he took me to dinner and then he got us a hotel and a hotel. How did he get you a hotel? Aren't we like 16, like 15, 16 years old? Like how? You know, He's like they're one of them motels right <laughs> and it's just it's just I, I i'm just really i was shocked i was shocked um but you know Teresa, i don't know if, i don't know if i was shocked but i definitely wasn't on the same page i was just like oh, okay it wasn't I, I wasn't there i wasn't in the space to really be thinking about it like that although not with other people noticing my sexuality I was noticing arousal and things of that nature, but I wasn't like, I feel like I was already in my sexuality and I was like, oh, let me go find a penis. <laughs> I'm about to, not, you know, I'm about to, I'm about to, get, I'm about to stop the show right now. Not, <laughs> I'm done. No, I don't know. Uh, oh no, maybe we were raised right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think. Right I, right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I think we were okay. Just, maybe not wrong. We just but had just, a different mindset, different priorities. I know. I I think I had a pretty serious childhood. You know, it was very much you're going to college and you know papers and getting you prepared i'm not saying i have fun i definitely had fun but there was a lot of preparation there was a lot of, yeah there was a lot of dedication to like yeah. get this get this education in yeah for me too there was a lot of prep so i just don't know when did i have time and then i also was involved in a lot of things a lot of extracurriculars Same. i just don't know when i would have the time besides passing notes in class you know like yeah it <laughs> just wasn't a priority for right. me i feel like i was hanging out with boys I was. We was hanging out on the way to games because we was all on the same bus or because we were, you know, we had the same free time throughout the day because we were all like I was in a couple different sports. So like I was always around a bunch of dudes who were also in sports because that and but we were focused on our own things. I wasn't focused. No, on we that. really were in like I just <laughs> My ass is crazy. I really just thought to myself, like, damn, we were in school. We were really like in like little prisoners. Like they tell you when to go to class. They t tell you when to eat, when you can have free time, when you can go play. <laughs> like it's just you really are a little prisoner until you get picked up and go home. And then you have chores that you have to do. They are more prison things. You more know, things. it's just... <laughs> Prison is, does not have the. <laughs> <laughs> they are not the the standard for people having chores, Marlena. They were not the first to create this idea of you going home and doing chores. Like what? <laughs> More prison because you have to wash dishes. Like what? <laughs> You gotta go clean your room. Right, more this is more prison things. things. <laughs> what the fuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just saying, in order for me to gain freedom to do anything, I had to do said things. <laughs> Prison things. I'm telling you, man. Oh, my God. But <laughs> anyway, I don't even I know. Can't. Back to Valentine's Day. Oh, um, no kids listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Chores are not prison things. Okay, maybe not. Maybe they're not prison things. They're but... like life things. Yeah, but you know what? I I just rather not. You know, I didn't sign up. I well, think about that now. I didn't sign up for this. I did not sign up for having to wash the same dish over and over again. You know, I just didn't. I, I love that I, you know, I'm privileged enough to have a, 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 a dishwasher. A dish to wash. Yeah, and a dish to wash. But at the same time, like, man, I've been washing dishes since like eight. And you're going to be washing them for the rest of your life unless you decide to just buy paper plates. Yeah. And I or can't... hire somebody to wash the dishes. I, I don't know. Anyway, back to You're going to have some kids so then you can tell them to wash the dishes. <laughs> you know, those prison things. Yeah. <laughs> kids. Oh How did God. we get here? <laughs> yeah. And then you put money on their books. No. Stop yes, you it. do. You put Stop money on their books. It. You put Stop money it. on their books. Go away. Okay. Go away right now. All right. Straight to the corner. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Straight to the corner. Yeah, prison things. <laughs> Putting them in the corner. <laughs> Go straight to the corner. You are a grown adult. I am not your parent, but I'm putting you in the corner. <laughs> we are not talking about the same thing, Marlene. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, back to Valentine's Day and getting grams. We were talking about receiving grams in class um, and feeling some sort of way if you didn't get one. But, you know, I always felt like the girls looked out for each other. You know, oh, if, yeah. you if got we, your, your, your best friend or your little group of friends got. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody sure. look. You look out. You know, we look out for one another because, you know, you can't depend on them. You can't depend on them. You really can't. And I, you know, I'm talking to the fellas right now. I just don't get it. If you claim to love somebody, if you claim to really like love them, you could do the smallest thing, this give the smallest effort. And if that person also really loves you, it will be fine. I know there's been all these, you know, we get consumed with Instagram and you see people like, oh my God, they decorated the whole house with flowers from Ted to toe. A new car. I got a car and, you know, 50 million roses. Yeah, and I, I actually saw where uh, Ludacris, you know, sent his woman on a, uh, a Easter egg hunt, pretty much. Like, first he, you know, sent her to one place to the jeweler, and she got this. Then she went to the bag place. She went to Hermes. She got a new bag, a little Birkin, I think, maybe. I don't know. Then she went to Saks, and Saks Fifth Avenue, and he had there where she had a budget waiting for her so she can, you know, buy some clothes. Then, you oh. know, we gonna eat real good. And, and, you know, he just did a lot. And he did the most and i was like okay that's nice but he's ludicrous you right. know like he's got you a lot of money to spend you know he's got a lot of money to spend and if that's what he wants to do for his woman that's cool but to me it's like it's the thoughtfulness behind it it's right. the fact that he was like you know what i want to make her smile so i'm going to do this thing uh and whether or not be- i agree with right it. right and let it be something that she's actually going to enjoy Right. Because that's cute, but I don't know that that's something that I would have enjoyed like that. Like, I don't really need to go shopping. I don't actually like shopping, so that is not fun for me. No parts of that would be fun for me. Mm. But like... <laughs> I can't agree. I cannot agree. Um, I, don't, I, I don't really... I actually would prefer that you hire somebody to do the shopping for me and just bring me the clothes. Bring me the outfits. And I... You know, that's it. Or hire somebody to make them for me. That's it. I don't want to do all the shopping. Well, they style you. I mean, in these high-end stores, she could literally walk in and like, you know what? I really want to get something Gucci today. And they're like, oh, what are your sizes? And they're like, what are you into? And then they come back and they have all these like options. No, 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 no. no. I want come <clears throat> to the house. I don't want to even be at the store. Yeah, no, I like shopping. I don't. <laughs> I don't at all. So that wouldn't be a good gift for me. But I mean, it could work for her and that's great. And it's beautiful. 
But make sure it's something that she would actually like. Yeah, of course. I'm just saying. You say of course, but that's not how that goes. No, it's not how it goes. But again, I really think it's just effort. Any type of effort. And it don't even have to be on Valentine's Day. I heard some crazy shit, actually, where this woman basically said like, oh, my boyfriend works on Valentine's Day and um, he wants to take me out the day before. And I said, well, then afterwards, once you get off, I can still just come over, you know, and just be with you on Valentine's Day. We don't have to do anything. And he said, no. Now, I said that that was a a red flag. I do think that's a red flag because like that's a little bit extreme. Like, but I can't come over. Right. That's suspicious. Uh, But I don't think it matters like in the grand scheme of things if you don't celebrate on the day. Like, no, I, I think that that's that can be juvenile, you know, Absolutely. like what, what and you, it's <laughs> the hardest day to even get reservations to do anything like everybody's out, you know, yeah, so it's the hardest day to get one of the hardest days to get around and do much of anything, especially if it's in the middle of the week. So, yeah, still a red flag, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a lot of questions about why she can't come over. Yeah. Like, why can't she come over? That to me is suspicious. Um, mm, I don't know. Yeah. On that note, though. Is it a woman's holiday? Is it just for women? I mean, okay, so they have the names like Single Awareness Day, right? Black Love, Cupid, you know, Cupid's Day or whatever you want to call it. Saint Valentine, whatever. Even though I don't know if that's even, is that real? Like there was no Saint Valentine. I don't don't know if it is or if it isn't. Probably isn't. Uh, But I don't know. I think it's more... I think men can go either either way about about it, you know. Um, well, I, I'm talking about straight men, you know. I don't know about in other groups, but from what I can tell, they can go either way. Like they know that a lot of my guy friends know, like, oh, like this, I'm doing this for my chick. Like I'm gonna get her flowers. I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna do something together on that day. Uh, but I don't think they really give a damn. Hmm. I really don't. Um, unless you're with somebody who just wants to be, you know, catered to all the time. Um <laughs> I feel like I have always been the one who's like, I don't care. Like I am, I like the holiday, and since I was a kid, I've always celebrated it in different ways. Um, even if it was just like sharing things with my friends or sharing things with my family, like my sisters and I, and my dad would always get us Valentine's Day gifts and stuff like that. So like I've always celebrated, and anytime I've been in a relationship, I've celebrated. Sometimes I've done like what they call like Galentine's Days or whatever when I wasn't in a relationship. But it's not important to me. Like, what I don't like is when you go out of your way to not celebrate. That really burns me up. And it's it's as simple as like you you just not gonna say it. Like you can't even say Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, is that for you? I have been with someone like that, and um, it's very childish to me. Yeah, like for what? Why is that? You can't even say it. That that doesn't make sense to me. So that would bother me. But as long as you say it and like maybe make an effort to see me that night or whatever, like I don't care. Like we don't have to go do nothing. Like we don't, we, don't we really don't have to go anything. anywhere. <laughs> I think the most that I would ask for is like there's Valentine's Day candy that I love and it's seasonal. Like you mostly can get it during Valentine's Day candy and chocolate covered strawberries. Love the both of them. So those are things that I might ask for. Outside of that, I just want quality time. Those are like the only things that I would be asking for. So yeah, I really could just sit on the couch and watch some movies with you and chill. And that be could totally be va- okay. and that could be a Valentine's Day. Um that would be totally but I think fine. people get it twisted and think that there has to be extravagance. And then mm-hmm. that's what ter- ultimately, to me, has turned men off. Like, what the fuck? Like, we're just throwing money down the drain. You know, right. uh, I'm buying flowers that cost $200. And then after that, you know, uh, I have to get you a gift. Now, rather or not, some people go out and the gifts might be jewelry or something, you know, pricey. Or they might just go flowers, candy, bear. <clears throat> and then... 
have to pay for dinner, which could run from 200 to, you know, $300, depending on where the night, where we go, the budget, you know, like Mm -hmm. how many stars the restaurant is, how many drinks you have, you know, the gas to get to and fro. And it's like, okay, after that, I just spent damn near 600, but 500 to $600 for one day. Uh, What's the point? Right. (laughs) What do we get out of this? Right. See, um, that makes me I'm now I'm curious because I never thought about this before. Every man that I've been in relationship with or been dating seriously around Valentine's Day has been the one who's like, oh, I'm planning something like doing all this stuff. And I've always been like, OK, like we don't have to do all of that. And it makes me wonder, like, were they just like that? Or did they feel like that was an expectation because that's how other women women showed up before them? Before me, I mean. Because that's never it been probably how I could be up. the other way. But they've been trained. Mm. They've been trained like, okay, if you don't do nothing for me on this day, I'm never speaking to you again. No, or, you know, they feel like there has to be to show your feelings. But my thing is... I don't know. I get, see, I get both sides of the argument, but like you said, when it's, I, when you really go above and beyond to say, I'm not going to do anything, that's when it really like annoys me. It, yeah. it really, it really does because Cause that's so much energy mm-hmm. to just ignore it and act like it's not happening. And you know, if you feel like, and I would even be keen to say, if you feel like Valentine's day is a made up day for, you know, Hallmark or whatever. So then you can make up a day. Make up a day. Like, honestly, if you said, guess what? Super Bowl is my day. Like, you know, I'm just using this as an example. Obviously, you don't have to be into sports, but let's just say if that was somebody and it's like, Super Bowl is my day. You know, I care about this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't give a shit about football. Not not really, but I will actively participate. I'll get all the snacks. I'll make it a thing. I'll give you the theme because I care about you, not because I care about any of this. Like, you know, and and it could be the same way. Then if you want a day, let's make up a day. We can make up whatever if you feel like it's not equal or if it's not fair. But just to just be. at the end of the day, all this shit is made up. True. Then we would just be Jehovah's Witness and not celebrate anything at all. No, because um, we made all this shit up. And I don't want to do that. No. See, that's the part <laughs> that I start to get into because I'm like, it's it's become a day, like this whole single awareness day of like people being really like sad and all upset or whatever because it feels like it's highlighting their singledom or whatever. And I'm like, why can't we just be happy that people who have romantic love are celebrating romantic love? Also, who said that you can't celebrate other love in your life during this time? Does it have to be romantic? Like, why are we, I don't know. It's just, there's so many like social and I guess like mental health implications when you think about it, of like how people respond to a day that is just meant to highlight love. I'll tell you what the biggest thing for me is about Valentine's Day is when you have been with someone and you have shared in um in that day with some romantic gestures and then um that same person, you know, can't even text you or like you never hear from them again. And I feel like mm-hmm. damn, <clears throat> you know, I could I could go back and read some messages or like little notes and stuff I've gotten over the years and I go, damn man, my, you know, what a difference a year makes or two years makes or whatever makes. Like, how do we go from this to now we don't even speak anymore? To me, that's when the ref- I reflect and go, shit, everything is so fragile. Like it's, fra- it's fragile. And um, one year you could be all like turned up on, on that day. And then the next day you're just like, you got that high, high, high. And then the next year it's like the low, you know? And I'm yeah. just like, how do you pull yourself out of that lowness? Realize like, yeah, that did happen. But guess what? It could happen again too. It did, Just because this year is different doesn't mean it's going to always be like this. And I feel right. like- we forget each time in between, you know, we, we forget the times in between your partners and relationships and things like that, that you can go and get in your head for no reason about it. Yeah. And realize like, you know what? Okay. This year is a little dry around here, but guess what? (laughs) Like, 
this another 365 out of this. Like I'm going right. to be here. I got a lot more like life to life live. To live. Yeah. Yeah. I get the grief part. I get being in a space where you're thinking about it and it's a reminder. But I feel like whenever you're grieving a relationship or a person, there are always going to be anniversaries. There are always going to be days that bring up the grief. It could be that person's birthday. It could be Valentine's Day. It could be Christmas. It can be the first day that they asked you to be their partner or it could be the day that like y'all went on your first vacation together. Like there's always going to be days. And I feel like there's so much energy uh, specifically around Valentine's Day and how it became this day of like single awareness day. And then we had to create Galentine's Day the day before. And like, there's just so much energy around it. I'm like, can y'all just let people just have love? Like, can y'all just do that? What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Um, Shout out to Dion Warwick, yo. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm sorry. Side note, y'all. If y'all haven't seen that documentary on HBO, she just came out one uh, with one about her career. And like Dionne Ward really was that bitch. Like she really was that bitch. And I just hope that, you I didn't know. know. She had a documentary out. Mm-hmm. It was really good too. Hmm. Um, you know, it was it was good. Like the the information, I will say the in-between time is good is good. Like from start to finish, it's a good documentary, but I'll let you like watch it and you tell me how you felt about the beginning part. Okay. It's, it's just a way that some documentaries can start, but it's like an old way of how some would start. And I'm always mm. like who came up with this concept? It almost reminds me of, I don't know, like some old Hollywood movie. And maybe she, I mean, mm. she is pretty old. She's like 80 something. So maybe she's like, yeah, I'm going to do it old school. Like, fuck it. <laughs> you know, maybe. I might have to look into that. I didn't know she had one out. But anyway, like she said, what the world needs now is love. Um, they We do. We really do. We need to stop the hate. Like, just because I said, just how I was saying in the baggage part, you know, there's too much, com- like, we're just too many things. We're on opposite sides, I think, for sexes, like men. For everything. For we're everything. We're so I- divided in life. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, we gotta, we have to do better. Because <laughs> if not, like, it's just gonna get worse and worse. And we gonna start, high, like, you know, raising fucking many, you know, sociopaths. And I just... Starting? I mean, maybe not starting, <laughs> but it's not getting any better. So Listen, I, the white I folks have had that on lock for a minute. Okay? No, I know, but I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like when are y'all gonna let up? Can we get a break? Can we get a break? Because I'm I'm telling you, some of the stuff I read online, and I know that I'm in my bubble, but I'm hearing it from all sides. Like I know that we don't like. Me and you probably, for example, I know there's like an algorithm, right? Mm -hmm. Like you and I probably share similar algorithms because we're from Inglewood, right? We know some of the same people. Uh, We might see some of the same events uh, be marketed to us. Same types of things would be marketed to us. We're We're both both black. black. We're both in our 30s. You know, it's the same, you know, thing. But man, I just see some of the stuff like that people comment. And and I well, you know, there are millions of people on here, right? Like I, I'm like, I know maybe this is a small batch of people, but like everyone's feeling really, really comfortable. Like extremely yeah, the internet comfortable. makes folks bold. Yeah. And I just don't know as a society if we're gonna last much longer under this type of cir- under ty- under this type of circumstance because Man, like what happened to being loving? Like what happened to, you know, staying positive and not just thinking people are just out to get you. They're out to use you. You're out to like, damn, who hurt y'all? Like, I I mean, I know I've had my share of hurt, but it has never turned me into um, that. Yeah, It just never took me down that path. I don't know. And I'm thankful. I'm very right. I'm grateful and I'm thankful of that. But it's just very interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i agree very scary mm-hmm. yeah anyways y'all let valentine's day be a thing enjoy love on yourself if you ain't got nobody else 
love on your friends, your mama, your daddy, your kids, whoever. Love on somebody. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. If I do have kids, I am looking forward to getting my little Valentine's cards and stuff for my kid. Because, you know, yeah. it's cute. Like, it I just cute. think it's cute. I think it's supposed to, like, keep the childlikeness around you. You right. know, let I it be light and fun. Right. And it doesn't not have so to serious. Be, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. And, you know, if you if you don't want to buy no flowers, um, just go spend some time, rent a movie. Yeah, you know, I can. I, I bought myself some flowers this year and it was fine. Good and you. you know what I did? I went. You see, this is the thing, man. <laughs> You got to go out there. You got to go out there and get them. You know, if you I know that it's easy, easier to just call a florist and say, hey, make up, make me arrangement, send it to this address. Right. Like that's the easy part. But if you don't want to spend two hundred, three hundred dollars, you could very well go down to the flower market and get a really nice bouquet for like 40 bucks. I, I spent forty dollars and got twenty like two dozen roses. X, yeah, I got twenty four roses, you know, and I felt fine with that purchase. You know, I was like, okay, I got them; they were nice, and I took my butt home. Mm-hmm. I also think some of it is the show because they don't just send it to the woman's house; they be sending it to the office so all the girls can see it, all their office mates can see it. Yeah, but you know what? I would, I'd be super down if my man showed up at my job with some flowers that he went and got. Like I wanted to give this to you. Marlena said, "Go get the flowers your damn self." I'm just saying, it's uh, you can to because, my face because guess what? The rest of that money can go towards something else. No, I mean, it can listen, go towards something else. Listen, I don't. I don't. Need, I don't need the show. I don't need the show. So if you want to bring me flowers, you go look. I'm taking my wife out to lunch, and I brought her some flowers. I'd be super down for that. Like, yeah, um, thanks, babe. <laughs> I'll take these. The hell? Mm-hmm. And while we're at it, though, before we close this out, women, do something for your men, too. Or yeah. whoever you is. Like, it's, I really, everybody deserves to be celebrated for Love Day. So celebrate the people that you love. Whatever that looks like, whoever they are, do that. Yeah. Don't let them go feeling unappreciated. Don't make them feel like this is all just for you and they're supposed to do something for you. Do something for them, too. Yeah, you know, I know what to do. <laughs> I know what to do. Okay. It's, just, it's just, you know, let's just stop playing. Let's just stop playing. That's all I say. We can all have a great night. <laughs> this can go two ways. <laughs> this could either go really well or really shitty. Which one would you rather? I know where I would rather be, mm-hmm. but let's just let's just let's try to get on the same page. That's all. And on that note, <laughs> that was our Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes. Oh. This next segment is called Roses. Marlena, who do you want to give your rose to this week? So I'm giving my rose to the beehive. Um, <laughs> you look, I am, you know, first of all, where do I start? You know, they they robbed Beyonce once again for album of the year at the Grammys. Uh, I mean, my, I mean, everything about her is fabulous, right? Like, she is Beyonce. We all know. Uh, but there was this pastor that basically was saying that if you were trying to get tickets to go see Beyonce, that you were not a Christian mm. and that she rebuked us in the name of Jesus uh, for uh, basically <laughs> bowing down to a witch, you know, basically called her, you know, because a coven. <laughs> she said that a uh, uh, uh when it's more than seven or something people that it's no longer called a coven, it's called a hive. And she's saying that we're, you know, basically making her an idol. And my thing is this, I just don't understand how, if you go see Beyonce, you're not a Christian. I don't, I don't ever 
remember seeing Beyonce devil worship. I don't ever remember seeing her do anything to me that seemed like the, she wasn't one. Uh, not that it matters what whatever her religion is. That's none of my business. That's what her practice is. Right. I'm here for the entertainment of it all. So I just don't know. I don't know. I'm just praying for the beehive, man. Because, you know, I know that some of them are not wrapped too tight. I know there's some people in there that are like obsessed and, you know, there's a different level of fandom. And I get that. Uh, I mean, not that I get it. I know it, it exists because right. of being a big Michael Jackson fan myself, where a lot of people in my circle would think that I'm a, you know, uh, fanatic over Michael. And it's like, yeah, I am a big fan, but like you have to understand there is levels to this. And there are people out here that have their, not only their entire house, but it's just like everything is decked out of right of this like that these people are their lives like and they incorporate it into their everyday like livelihood um and i don't know if you know liking some songs and thinking somebody is like music royalty counts as <laughs> complete just <laughs> devotion i don't know about <laughs> that so yeah i just shout out to the beehive because i just you know, I'm a fan. I would say I'm a part of it, but I just don't know why people keep coming for us. You know, besides the crazies in there, I just don't know. Like the regular fan. Nah, man, it's not that deep. Like she's going to do a good A count. There's going <laughs> to be a lot of visuals. You know, we're going to we come to have a good time for a release. That's what Beyonce does for us. I don't think it has anything to do would God or, you know, anything Maybe else. that's the problem. Maybe you need to make it about God. Okay. And you're not making everything you do about God. Well, so. I don't know God that's, I don't know. I don't know a God that judges like that. No, it is us. It is human beings <laughs> that do the judging. It's, the, the shit's ridiculous. I didn't, I don't, I didn't realize that Beyonce had become the Antichrist. But, yeah, you know. apparently. To each they are. Apparently she's she is that. And um this woman was a black woman who is a black woman pastor too, which is also very an interesting hill you want to die on. Mm -hmm. You know, like do you want do you really want to be popular as the pastor who said Beyonce? <laughs> like that you you that you're worshiping Beyonce or you know, you're not a Christian if you go to her concert? Is that really where you want to be what you want to be known as? Right. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe. I guess so. She woke up that day and chose violence. <laughs> I don't know. So Against the beehive. Though. Yeah, against the beehive. So shout out to the beehive. There's so many other things you could have been talking about. I mean, a lot sermon. more. I mean. <laughs> but that's what you chose on today. Way more stuff we could <laughs> be discussing. The beehive. Yeah. How about spreading love and talking about, you know, all the people, 30,000 some people that passed away, you know, in Turkey, in Syria, like there's or some the shit that is going on in our own fucking country. Right. That like, too. But I'm just saying, like, there's, there's so, many, so other, many other ways. So many other chose to spend your time. Devastations that are happening all the time that <sighs> that was her. That was her sermon. I don't know. I guess they want to they want to make the gram know like it's all about marketing. It really is. You know, they want to get out there, you know, and as they say, no, you know, bad presses and good, you know, no, bad press or good press. It doesn't matter. It's good press. You know, all I press, just don't know. So anyway, we, you know, shout out to the Beehive. Hopefully people have secured their tickets. I certainly have not. Um, it is just outrageous. Um, you know, if I go, I go, but I'm not breaking the bank. Sorry. <laughs> like, I'm sure it'll be taped. I probably will be able to watch it somewhere if I'm not able to go. I'm sure I will make it in because, you know, I love concerts. So I'll make my way in, but I know what I will pay and what I won't pay. Right. And yeah, if I have to go somewhere else, another state or something and figure it out, I'll do that. But I'm just not going to sit up here and drain myself like, girl, this woman is a, a billionaire, you know, <laughs> or, you know, her husband is their household is their conglomerate is right. a, worth a billion dollars. So I I'm no, I'm OK. Right. 
But anyway, that's why I'm giving my rose to this week. Shout out to the beehive. Shout out. Um, who are you giving your rose to? Katrina. Katrina. Um, I wanted to acknowledge uh Tyree Nichols family. Is it Nichols? Um yeah. family today. And I if you don't know what's going on, go look it up. But just another episode of not just another episode, another episode of a black man being harmed and killed in America. Um, but I just want to shout out all the people who are feeling really impacted, uh, particularly the family and anybody that was close to him or knew him. Um, I think every time this happens, it continues to just be a reminder. And I think there's a part of me that sometimes, and I know other people talk about this too, of feeling like we go numb and we don't want to think about it. We start to feel desensitized to it. And I think there's a part of me that very intentionally wants to not be in that space and wants to continue to just say their names and acknowledge them and their families and everything. While also... If I'm being really honest, I'm not watching all the news stories about it. I did not watch any videos. I'm being really mindful of the, my intake when it comes to this kind of stuff because it is really hard. Um, but I just want to uplift them. However you choose to do that, whether that be prayer, I'm giving them a rose, like however that looks to you. But just continuing to just acknowledge folks, our people, who are being harmed in this country in very harsh and heinous ways because of senseless nonsense that we just can't seem to get together or don't care to get together. I think to some degree that's it. So giving my rose to his family and other people who are feeling really impacted by this, um, I don't feel the need or the desire to share too much because I don't think that his legacy should just be about how he was harmed um, but if you are interested in hearing the story or reading about it because you don't know what's going on, go look up Tyree Nichols. Um, yeah. And be mindful. Don't watch the video. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's pretty rough. Mm, I saw some of it. Like, you know, I didn't watch like I didn't watch like a just the video. I was watching just like a news something and mm, then it mm-hmm. was like little clips of it they was playing parts, of, parts it, yeah. of it. Um but yeah, it just was a lot and he did not deserve that whatsoever. And I don't know, it's just heartbreaking. And it just it's so sad that the things that this this basically virus, I don't even say virus, but this disease that we have in this country with just black and brown people. It just it's just so and what that what even your own can do to you. Mm-hmm. It's just so sad. And um because it's not just about color. It is about a way in which we have been programmed. Programmed to even think about ourselves and to see how to see ourselves and people that look like us, especially when you're in an institution, mm-hmm. like being a cop, like that is a whole ass institution, like being in the military, that's a whole ass institution. And these things are rooted from their core in yeah. white supremacy. Yeah. So it's really not even about that, although that is another layer of it that is just so hard to unpack. Yeah, that's what I mean when I say disease. Like, that is the disease. Like, it's just there and it hasn't been cut out. We don't have a cure for it. And it's just, <laughs> it's just there. It's pervasive. And, yeah. And it's, it's like at stage four, we're already, you know, basically in hospice and nothing is being done. You know, that's significantly going to impact us. And that's why legislation needs to be passed. And, you know, we have to do something to protect us. Yeah. You know, there's no protection there. So I just, you know, hope I still have hope. I'll never not have hope. I know it's hard. It definitely is is difficult, especially when it has been so many years. Uh, but it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not surprised if we'll still be fighting, you know, to keep it going, to to get the respect that we deserve. Yep. 
And um, I don't know about you, but I'm in for the uh, long call. So it is what it is. I mean, as long as I'm alive, that's what we're going to be doing. <laughs> that's what we're going to be doing. Just sit down and take this and be like, yeah, no, this is fine. Right. Because <laughs> so. this is not life and we shouldn't be living this way. But, no. you know. Not at all. So, yes, um, send him nothing but prayers and, you know, my condolences to his family because that is just yet again another example of when keeping hate going (laughs) (laughs) goes wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, that was another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. And check us out on TikTok at Excess Baggage Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. For the show. Sure.